Two drifters meet. Something needs to be exchanged. I know the code, but I'll give you this one for free. Nothing's free in Waterworld. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Welcome to the Fluent Nerd, a not-so-serious discussion on all things nerdy. I'm Z. I'm Neil. This is a show where we discuss our love. Why are you, you like, asked yourself if you're Neil? Yeah, I was curious and why you were I'm sounding so Neil? different. I'm I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> this is a show where we discuss our love-hate relationship with the most famous and infamous franchises, movies, shows, and games of the nerd world. This week we're talking about... Waterworld. Waterworld. With Kevin Costner. Yes. And... Not to be confused with Kevin Bacon. Does anyone actually confuse Kevin Costner and Kevin Bacon? I mean, probably. Someone's probably done it. All right. Moving on along. Um, yeah, Waterworld is... Um, well, how do you explain Waterworld? Mad Max on the Sea? terrible movie you've never seen. Did... It, I think people have seen it by now. And regretted it. <laughs> you, are, you are filled with mixed emotions when this movie's I over. I love-hate this movie. Yes, that's a great way to put it. This... This movie is the as definition kid, I of our love-hate relationship yeah. with things. I really thought this was a great movie as a kid, and then I realized I was a stupid child. <laughs> <laughs> this movie sucks And hopefully ass. soon you'll find out that you're actually a stupid uh, adult. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't hold my breath. <laughs> well, Tried it one time. Well, I almost died. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Costner Wait, doesn't hold have your to breath, hold his breath water world. God damn it. I was kind of getting yeah. to the fact that... Anyway, cut me off there. That's what Dick. I do. Um, water world. Um, the movie starts, and it shows a very badly animated rendering of our world. And everyone is wet. And the water levels rise. It doesn't tell you why the water levels rise. We're assuming climate change. No, it tells you because there's a poster or a bumper sticker that says nuke the whales. You saw that, and you have not stopped fucking talking about it nope. since the movie. There are only like, there's only like five or six printed words in the whole movie. One of them is no smoking, and that's foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. And the other one's nuke the whales. It has to mean something. <laughs> But what does it mean, Basil? What does it all mean? Twins, Basil. <laughs> so something, we're not certain what, flooded the damn earth. We assume nuking the whales, and the whales went to war with humanity and flooded our planet. Jesus got sick of our shit. <laughs> <laughs> Biblical flood V2. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we meet Kevin Costner, who is what is known as a drifter. He's, He's a fish man. A, well, we don't know that yet. A single person who's on a boat out in the middle of the ocean, which is the only one ocean now. Hmm. Um, you mean like a guy in an old police car who's got a shotgun and drives around with a dog? I already said it was Mad Max on the Seas. <laughs> it's yeah. Mad Max of the Seas. Um, his name is Mariner, or he's the Mariner. I'm not really sure if it's his name or if just what they call him. I call um, him Fishman. Fishman. Fishman McGillsey. The Fishmonger. <laughs> Fish. Fucking it. Um, Hydro. And- never touched stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's um apparently set hundreds of years after the apocalypse and uh it's just, you know, it's post-apocalypse society on the ocean and an interesting take on it for sure. Um 
Interesting's a good. He's word. he's got a lot of uh, cool stuff, knickknacks. We find out later where he got those. Uh, the opening scene, he pisses into yes a... into a jar and puts it through some mechanism and drinks the fresh water right from it. He doesn't distill Even it, though he's a fish man who probably can desalinate water using his body. Fuck. <laughs> Maybe that's why he can drink piss water. Maybe he just likes to drink piss. Maybe it's got a... <laughs> It's sterile and I like the taste. <laughs> I have to imagine it's something to do with the vitamins. He's recycling his vitamins. Anyway, that is the opening scene we see him. He's pissing into a jar and he drinks filtered piss. He also has a lime tree to prevent scurvy. Yes. He runs Allegedly. into another drifter who apparently they're supposed to exchange things. When two drifters meet, there must be an exchange. But he already stole his fucking limes, so he doesn't get scurvy. He put and, the lime in the coconut. And he drank it all up. And uh, and then this universe's version of raiders show up. They're called smokers. The smokers. Because they fucking smoke. Because mm-hmm. somehow they all have cigarettes 500 years after an and apocalypse. Liquor. And liquor. Yeah, we'll get to that. It's a party barge. It's a party barge. Um, and they just, they kill, they loot, and they're, you know, that standard shit. They're the Mongols of the sea. Um, and Mariner takes out the other guy's sail with his fucking awesome boat, which is just a Rue Goldberg of mechanisms. Yeah. They're all trimaran. single, tr- they're all single mechanisms that can only do once. So he set, he has set all these up premeditatively because he thought one day he'd need all these different things to happen. Interesting stories. But, um, he finds like... What do they what do they call the floating um cities? Like atolls, atolls. or something like that? Atolls, yeah. I, I don't know why that's they're called that, but yeah, that's what they're called. Yeah, atolls are like a geographic formation. It's a series of islands. Oh an atoll an atoll is like bikini atoll is where they test the A bombs. Uh, I believe I believe an atoll is what's left of like a volcanic rim. God in the form so it's like a crescent of, so was of this, islands. So is this a natural one, or are these just like man-made ones? I think they, they consider this a man-made atoll. Okay, because it's a series. An atoll is a series of islands Got in, it. in like a semicircle or a full circle. I Interesting. Believe. I didn't know that. Interesting. Yeah, it's what's left of a volcano or a volcano or a crater. Right. So like the like Hawaiian the, Islands are an yeah, atoll. It's a rim of a crater. That yeah. That's why the Hawaiian Islands kind of yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I think I, I could be completely today. fucking wrong. Yeah. I'm sure some asshole. There's will come if there's and a scientist listening to us, they're screaming at us. Yeah. Um. But he goes to an atoll where there's like people. Um. It's like a settlement, and he trades dirt, or as they call it, dirt. Dirt. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going somewhere. <laughs> no, because they have they call pure water hydro, and they call they have like the uh, moon cycles. They call them lunars. They have all these weird names for things, but they just still just call dirt. Dirt, because <laughs> dirt does the job. They also look at a hand-drawn picture of a horse and go, what is this thing? And then <laughs> one guy's nickname later is Horse. Yeah, I know. We're because good. what the fuck? Yep. yep. Wait. He could be a sea. He is a seahorse. Oh, my God. <laughs> he has babies in All right, guys. Gut. Well, that was a fluent nerd. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, but so he goes bad. into this town, and, and the, he's, he's looking at a funeral happen, and they're, like, cutting this woman's hair off, and they're dumping her body into this fucking compost. This is how you can tell they're the good guys and not the bad guys. Because the bad guys would have eaten her. Yeah. They were using her to make dirt. (laughs) So. Ashes to ashes. Dust. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, But, yeah, they, uh, and he comes in, he he trades them 
like it was like three kilos of dirt or something like that, like three kilos of pure cut dirt. And uh, they give him a lot of chits, which apparently are money in this world. Don't explain it. Don't care about it. I don't know why you'd need money in a society where bartering is what happens. Yeah, would you, purified water yeah. probably going to be the best thing. Yeah. So, and then he goes to the store, uh, and when he goes to the store, he and meets. He, he buys the store. Owner, he buys the store on her shelves. He buys her shelves. It's Helen, and she's got this little girl who's got a tattoo on her back named Enola. She's got a map. Apparently, it's a map to dry land that nobody can fucking read, except it is in Chinese. Was it Chinese? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but they speak portrait Greek, <laughs> like mm-hmm. and English. Yeah, and obviously English. Or is it English just for our benefit? No. In fact, one point he says, "What language?" And he says, "English." Shut your mouth. You're right. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, or don't. You're disgusting. I am. Um, <laughs> essentially, he's in this town, and then as he's leaving, the elders offer him this young girl. Um, Impregnate her. Yeah, give her your seed, and we'll give you all the supplies you need. Because they say we can't keep inbreeding; it it produces bad results. Is what he says. My sister's not hot. (laughs) You do it. And he turns them down, and they immediately get suspicious of him. They go, "No man at sea for fifteen months would turn down a woman." Oh yeah, apparently they're not really like. And they're saying he must be a smoker spy, except he just saw the smoker spy. Maybe he's not into girls. Like they're not very progressive. Again. They would probably have lynched him anyway. Um, Well, because they find out that he's actually a mutant. He's got gills behind his ears, and he can breathe underwater. And they think that's blasphemous or whatever, and they sentence him to death. You have offended the great mighty urchin. (laughs) Then the smokers attack the atoll. He ends up escaping with with the help of Ellen. Helen, not Ellen. And he, Ellen, uh, I keep wanting to call her Ellen. Helen. Helen and Enola. All escape on his boat together. And then some German guy has a fucking Zeppelin and escapes inexplicably, and no one tries to shoot Gregor, him down. Gregor, the, uh, well, they try to shoot him down, and something happens. I can't remember now what happens, but it goes awry. The, the smokers the ra- are all idiots. Yeah, the smoker guy, Deacon, loses his eye. Yeah, cause, because <laughs> Kevin Costner fucking shoots a... Uh, they have a boat with an anti-aircraft machine gun, and he's fucking taking it down. And but all the quad fifties, all the soots in his goggles, and he turns the boat. <laughs> and That's how he kills them. It's fucking stupid. Uh, and this is just the first fifteen minutes of the movie. They have attack. And we're jet almost skis. ten minutes into this goddamn attack jet skis. Attack jet skis. And God, add in here because I'm I'm okay. Yeah, they start running. Uh, the two girls and the guy, they meet another trader guy. He tries to buy a little girl. They yeah, the, Irish, the creepy Irish dude. He yeah. buys He buys 30 minutes with Helen for yes, paper. Yes, he rents her. Um, <laughs> then they end up killing him, and then they come across some other assholes. And long story short, they're the smokers chasing. smokers are trying to track them down because the they know the little girl has a map down, to dry land. They're tracking down Enola because they want to get to dry land too. Eventually they take her. The other two act like they're dead. He takes yes. her under the sea and shows her under a city. Under the sea. A city. Yeah, because she doesn't cause, believe it. Because she thinks that he got all his shit from dry land, but no, he gets it all from down under. Wetland. From wetland. <laughs> But that's where he gets all his dirt and all his shit from because yeah. he can go. To, he can actually dive down that deep. They think they kill uh, the two adults and they take Enola, but then the two adults come back and then yeah. Kevin Costner jumps on the boat. And for some reason, Kevin Costner made her her friend, even though she's been annoying the fuck out of him this whole yeah. movie. And he's like, well, she's my friend, so I'm going to yeah. go save her now. And then they go to this giant barge. It's an oil tanker. It's an oil tanker. 
Because the smokers all have like gasoline and oil. Gasoline! For some reason. Gasoline in my veins! I die, I live, I die again! <laughs> what a lovely day! What a lovely day! We will be doing that movie at some point soon. Actually, we we were thought about doing that movie, and then we did this one instead. Cause... We were going to do Aquaman today, too, but it was too much wet. <laughs> too much wet. It was too wet. Yeah. Um, we, we started getting wrinkly. <laughs> wrinkly skin. We got all pruny. Pruny skin. Um... And then Kevin Costner holds Aqua a, Mad Max saves the little girl. Aqua Mad Max <laughs> um, goes to the boat, and the way he starts the whole process for the third act is he holds a flare over a, just a big tube that goes into their oil supply for some fucking reason. Why not? And he blows that up, but it doesn't blow up the ship, just the bottom part, because they're still on the ship for another 20 minutes. It takes a while to sink. And then Gregor and that motherfucking bo- uh, Zeppelin, escape Zeppelin, come and save them. Um, there's a bungee cord at some point. Just watch it. Just watch it. Uh, and then they, when, because the papers that he was traded, he traded from that other guy, had the language that was on her map. And that's why Gregor was able to go, oh, that's what it means. Which, Rosetta Stone of paper, apparently. Yeah. And he found an iPhone with Duolingo on it. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, well, Dryland is that way. And then they go on however long a journey. You're about to tell me in fun facts how long that journey would be. Not the... the well, no, just the of. distances yeah. they had to cover. And uh, they get to this dry land. It's got horses. It's idyllic. Uh, apparently... It's Mount Everest. Enola was from there. Yeah, well, that it doesn't say that in the movie, yes, but that's what it the fun... Does. Does uh, it? We'll get to that. It's, oh. it, it is Mount Everest. Yeah. So yeah, they get they get to the top of Everest, which is the only dry land left, and he ends up going. Kevin Costner ends up going back on the ocean because he's a mutant. That yeah. Is on the sea. They find Enola's dead parents. They do. Yep. And honestly, it's an enjoyable, stupid movie. It's a total shit show of a movie that you need to go watch. It's a Kevin Costner 1990s movie. You just, it's the same thing. It is. It's the, the same thing as Postman, and it's the exact same thing as Dancing with Wolves. No, it's not. <laughs> Those were good. <laughs> this movie's terrible and I love it. Anyway, it's it's lovely and that's your plot. Yep. And we're gonna come back in a minute with some fun facts. Yep. Alright. Here are your catfish facts. <laughs> Get it? I subscribe to catfish facts. Alright, Kevin Cosner plays the Mariner. He is also in Highwaymen, which is awesome. Have you seen that? It's I've never even heard of it. It's on Netflix. It's a movie about the cops who took down Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, I'm watching that it's when you It's so leave. fucking good. Kevin Cosner and uh, that guy who's in every movie that I hate him in. Come on. Whoa, what? Natural Born Killers. He was in Solo. We talk about him every week, and I always forget who he is. Oh, fuck. Solo. He talks like this. He's in uh, uh, the zombie yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, I hate him, too. Oh, uh, fuck. Um, God damn it. Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson plays the other cop. Fuck it's Woody the only Harrelson. movie I like him in. I liked him in Zombieland. Yeah, so go watch uh, Highwaymen. Um, he's also Jonathan Kent in the Superman movies, the most recent mm-hmm. ones. The ones that have the guy from The Witcher in them, because <laughs> that's what he's known for now. Yeah. <laughs> We're stripping him of Superman, because that was shit. Yeah, yeah, he's He is now Geralt. But Kevin Costner plays Superman's Earth Daddy. Yeah. Uh, he was in the Hatfields and <laughs> McCoys. Could that more creepily. <laughs> that was creepy. Uh, he was in that Hatfields and McCoys TV show. Do you remember uh, that? No, I don't. It's pretty good. I think he was on History Channel. Um, HBO. But speaking something. of Kevin, one of my favorite things Kevin Costner was in was actually a movie about uh, JFK, 13 Days. Interesting. Really good movie. You haven't seen it. Yeah, he's in The Postman, Dances with Wolves, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, and <laughs> The Untouchables. Oh, yes. Such a good movie. Mm-hmm. 
All right, Gerard Murphy plays Nord. He was Judge Faden in Batman Begins. That's what he was. God <laughs> damn it. And he was in Doctor Who. Okay, Tina. Who isn't in Doctor Who? Yeah, Tina Majorino. Did you get? I gave you another hint during the movie, and you didn't even yeah, catch it. Yeah, but I, I ignore them because it's just going to annoy me until we get to the podcast. Okay, I said something about she, uh, something about her drinking milk. Yeah, milk drinker. You know, you could drink whole milk if you wanted. You don't have to drink skim milk. Oh my god! You even <laughs> said Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> I know. <laughs> she's fucking Tina, bro. Fuck. Or not Tina. No, Tina's a llama. It's it's his girlfriend. Deb. Oh, she's Deb. My. She's Deb. Fuck. My world is screwed. The little girl from fucking Waterworld Fuck. is Deb from Napoleon Dynamite. You fucking kidding me. I even made the Napoleon... When I said it, I was like, fuck. And then you started quoting it. I was like, hmm. And I even said, I didn't know if you liked that movie. Remember that? I trolled you good on that Motherfucker. one. Motherfucker. I got you good on that one. She was also in True Blood. I haven't seen all that. Oh, it's weird. I, I watched most of it. It was weird. All right, Dennis Hopper. Motherfucker. Fucker. Yep, plays Deacon. He was also an Easy Rider, Speed, Land of the Dead. He was Steve Scott in GTA Vice City. I don't remember uh, who that character. I don't is. remember that character now. Uh, of course, Super Mario Brothers, a classic, and Apocalypse Now. I need to watch that again. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been over fifteen years, I think. <laughs> okay, so Kevin Reynolds directed this movie. He's friends with Kevin Cosner, but they got in a huge fight over this movie because it was shit. Um, <laughs> Basically, Reynolds got so sick of it, he said, fuck it, and left and let Kevin Cosner finish it. Uh, he is that even, why the third act is one of the only good ones? Well, he says Kevin <laughs> Kevin Reynolds was quoted saying, Kevin Cosner should only star in movies he directs. That way he can work with his favorite actor and favorite director. Oh. They work together after this, too. So they're, like, they're squabbling, and they're like, oh, fuck it, let's make some money. Well, we run a podcast together, so. That's true. All right, for the Japanese premiere of the movie, Kevin Costner flew his private plane to Tokyo. He didn't get permission from the airport to fark his fucking plane there. So he asked the Navy if he could put it in their airport. They said yes, but he had to show the movie at the naval base and like make an appearance. Wow. Yeah. And then they were all like, hey, uh, you now have to pay us again for your plane because that movie sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're going to take your plane now. Again, I don't hate this movie, but I also hate this movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, Kevin Costner actually sunk $22 million into this movie personally. Oh, God. This is his project. Joss Whedon of the Whedon Brothers, who they can write. Joss Whedon, the Joss Whedon. Yeah. Yes. You don't have to say anything of the Whedon Brothers. It's Joss Whedon. Well, he worked with his brother on some shit, I thought. Yeah, Joss Whedon is like, fuck, anyway, keep going. Anyway, he came out to do last-second rewrites on the script, and he described it as seven weeks of hell. Wow, if Joss Whedon can't even fix your movie, your movie's fucked. Yeah. All right, so Kevin Cosner also stayed in an oceanfront villa with a butler, chef, and a private swimming pool at $4,500 a night. The crew members lived in uninsulated condominiums that were subject to temperature swings of up to 50 degrees. Celsius. <laughs> and that's why everyone hated him on this movie. One of many reasons, apparently. Jeez, I heard he's kind of a dick. I don't know if that's true or not, but... Okay, so there's a three-hour cut of this somewhere. I want to watch Kevin, it. I need to watch it. Yeah. This is the one that Kevin Reynolds wanted to put out. That's what they the extended the version? Yeah. Now, apparently... Because that goes way more in depth like the religion and shit, too. Yeah, right? There's 40, a weird religion they hint yeah, at through the movie. It had 40 minutes of deleted scenes, and it was actually on ABC a couple times. But they talk more about the world, the people, the smokers' religious beliefs, and how they can actually refine crude oil. And they tie up a lot of loose ends. But they cut it because it had a bunch of violence and language. Uh, there apparently there's a <laughs> it fan PG thirteen movie. Yeah, there's apparently a fan edit that has a restored scene put back in called Waterworld the Ulysses cut. Huh. 
So, yeah. There you go. Um, I feel like we should have watched those instead of this one. Yeah, I'm not sure they're commercially available, though. So eh, we can cap Jack Sparrow that shit. The floating set they had uh, weighed over 1,000 tons, <laughs> and it used up all the available steel in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> they had to flo- fly more in from California. Damn. Okay, prior to Titanic in 1997, this was the most expensive movie ever made. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Kevin, how much did they spend on movies back in the day? Kevin Cosner also demanded from the virtual effects crew that they uh, fix his receding airline digitally. Visual effects crew, not virtual effects. <laughs> Whatever. Thing. That's funny, though. Yeah. And they didn't, because, well, damn. I guess they. I guess it was worse. <laughs> Okay, so the tattoo on Enola's back is in Chinese traditional. Mm. Um, and it actually has the coordinates. It's coordinates in Chinese. Oh, yeah? The uh, It's got latitude longitude for Mount Everest. So they do tell you it's Mount that's Everest. Pretty, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Oh, so like if you were able to translate it. Yeah. It, oh, that's, right. that's actually pretty cool. I like yeah. that. Mm. Yeah. They had to put a couple good things in here, I guess. <laughs> I mean, there there are seeds of greatness here. Yeah. They just didn't do really well with what they were getting yeah. what they had. So between the thousand ton floating set and the thirty boats used by the cast and crew, there was not a single bathroom. So they had to float a separate boat up just full of bathrooms for the crew. Oh my god. All right, care to guess. You don't want to shit and piss in the ocean. All right, think about the city they went to. Now yeah. we're trying to figure this out. Now when There's I, a Pepsi can, so you know it's not Atlanta. Right. It's <laughs> definitely in the north. What city be easier to get to when the whole world's underwater. The whole world's underwater in the north. The Mile High City. Oh, shit. It's Denver. That it's makes Denver. so much sense. Yeah. So wait, no. The ski lift. Did you see the ski lifts? At I one did. point, it's Denver. But still, he went four miles down because Everest is five miles up. Yeah. Well, we don't know what happened. Maybe the top of Everest caved in and it's not as tall as it that was. Or there were, no that or there were way much larger mountains that we didn't see. You yeah, know? There's really no telling. Who knows? Okay, so but he had to at least gone out a mile. Yeah, um, apparently the Norwest building is in there, and it's kind of shaped like a cash register, and they put that oh. in there so you can figure it out if you're from. I guess there. I loved that scene. It was a solid scene. Yeah, I would have preferred to see more bodies. That's just me. It's been 500 years. You still can find pirate bodies under the ocean. Uh huh. Like in shipwrecks. Like bones. Yeah, I want to see bones. <laughs> what? I just, dude, it's, I don't think anything with a state, there should have been more fish, I'll grant you that. Yeah, we only saw one fish in the whole movie. Yeah, and it was a weird mutant fish. Yeah, just don't explain that. The nuked that. whale. Yeah, they nuked the whales. <laughs> okay, so Jeannie Triplehorn, who was uh, Helen, she refused to get naked in this movie. She did get naked in this movie. She did not. Her body double did. Oh. So she she wanted to pick her own body double. She wanted to make sure that the ass looked like hers. Oh, So my she had three God. finalists come in her trailer and drop their robes. She said it was really weird because all of them were trailer. laughing. They were all laughing while they were doing it. And apparently in between the takes of the nude scenes, she would stay right off camera and hand them like a towel or whatever to cover their ass. Wow. Uh, okay. Things people did in the 90s. Yeah. If you won't get naked in a movie now, they won't put you in the movie. <laughs> uh, well, there was rumors that Arya didn't get naked. That well, that's true, but she was a, she's a child. She was like 20. She's We've seen her since she's been 12. She's yeah. a child. I'm just saying. It ended up actually being her, I think. I thought it wasn't. I don't know. That's how rumors get started. Mm. Okay, so this movie actually added more than $35 million to the Hawaiian economy. <laughs> the entirety of the movie. <laughs> it's hilarious. Okay. So, 
apparently there were a couple flop movies before this, and people started call, uh, calling this movie uh, Kevin's Gate after Heaven's Gate, because that was another flop movie, <laughs> and Fishtar after Ishtar. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. And the movie actually made a profit in the end. Hey. But it took until 2013. <laughs> And it came out in 95? Yeah. It took $235 million to produce a market. It grossed 264 so it made money then. Um, but most of that went back to the studio, and some of them went to the theaters, I guess. So Kevin didn't see another yeah. dime of his $22 million that it he only, put into this it movie. It made a profit of $8 million by 2013 from video sales and TV licensing. Because this thing was on TV wow. all the fucking time. Oh, yeah. Time. That's how I found it. Yeah. Because, dude, for the longest time growing up, I would only catch parts of the movie and Shawshank I saw, Redemption I saw all and out Water of order. World were always on TV yes and I always caught them all out of order okay so Jeannie Triplehorn and Tina Majorino almost drowned the first day when the trimaran sank <laughs> <laughs> Sam Jackson turned down the role of Deacon to oh, do Die God. Hard with a Vengeance good for him mm-hmm. good for him all right, so that uh, model of the Exxon Valdez we talked about this earlier yeah. actually got um it got sat at the Mojave Airport for like, I don't know, till 2015. <laughs> and then they removed it and stripped it and made it a decoration for Wasteland Weekend. Out That's there, amazing. Which is like a giant Raider themed yeah. rave. It's Burning Man minus the hippiness. Yeah. It's Burning Man plus a lot of, you know, Mad Max. So the Trimoran. <laughs> Actually got sold to a Turkish Turkish businessman. I thought and you were after a Turkish prince, I was gonna think that's no. awesome. And after that family went bankrupt, the government confiscated it and auctioned it off. Oh, I thought I thought you were about to tell me that they sold it to somebody else who also went bankrupt. And <laughs> like it's a cursed vote. That'd be cool. <laughs> All right, so the atoll set was actually a quarter mile in circumference. Wow. Yeah, floating steel. That's why it cost two hundred thirty five million dollars to make, probably. God damn. Okay, so apparently someone did the numbers. If the ice caps actually melted, the oceans will only rise a few hundred feet. Yeah, I figured that. Yeah. <laughs> Which means where we're reporting right now wouldn't even be underwater. So <laughs> that's very true. Yeah. Well, you know, everyone's like, well, those numbers aren't right. So, you know, who fucking knows? Yeah. But I maybe it just rained a lot. <laughs> maybe we got all the other water from Mars. True. Because Elon Musk is in this universe, probably. Yeah. Okay, so Tina Majorino was actually nicknamed Jellyfish Candy by the crew because she got stung like three different times. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, that would suck. <laughs> Little kid. Also, her name in the movie, Enola, is Alone, spelled backwards. See, I kept thinking it was some sort of weird reference to it Enola had Gay. to be. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. But it's not. Okay, so one script that got rejected later, this is <laughs> the moon thing we're talking about, actually called for there to be a second moon on the skyline. Huh. Yeah, that's supposed to be like that the the title things got fucked up because uh, we got a second moon, oh. so a gravity thing rather than a or it could have been global warming a, thing. A little bit of both, you know. Yeah. Uh, okay. I don't think the science works out, but no. no. <laughs> like, this we movie's were, not about. We were science. saying watching this movie, I want to rewatch this movie like a panel of scientists, like a geologist, uh, a, like a meteorologist, and and a fishologist, a, fi- <laughs> a biologist. <laughs> And and just get their feedback. Uh, they probably shoot themselves halfway through <laughs> with harpoon guns because there's so many in this movie. There's so <laughs> many harpoon guns in this movie. We were arguing about the prevalence of harpoon guns yeah. in modern society. And I think both of us have a little bit of right and wrong in our statements. Yeah. So it's like my argument was that harpoon guns just aren't prevalent enough to be represented in a post-apocalyptic world. I, at and all. I disagree because there are a lot of people who use harpoon guns in everyday. I agree. On the concentration societies. would be higher in a post-apocalyptic water world, but I still say. 
you're you're still uh, we're not gonna get into this they'd again. be super rare you we argued about harpoons for an hour <laughs> thanks movie <laughs> Okay, so it's kind of like suggested that the movie's in about the year 2500. Okay, so hold on. Let's go back a second. They went on hot air balloon from Denver. <laughs> Roughly. They could have been further out from Denver by the time. Let's say they were in California. Mm-hmm. To Mount Everest. To Mount Everest. Like, I didn't literally, I didn't actually look at a <sighs> globe, but I would imagine they're pretty close to opposite sides of the goddamn world. That's just... I'm thinking that's... How long would that journey take? I don't know. A long fucking time. God. Because they're going like, what, five miles I mean, an back hour? back in the day to get from like the old world to the new around took, the Cape of Africa or whatever. Months. Yeah, that took fucking forever, so... Granted, towards the end, it did show that like, they were almost out of water and like, you know... But like, how much water, How much supplies can you have in a boat like that? That was so tiny. I <laughs> Unless they store man. shit in the Zeppelin balloon. I don't know. It's so bad. Again, of all the things that don't make sense in this movie. Okay, so Gary Busey, Lawrence Fishburne, Gene Hackman, James Caan, and Gary Oldman all turned down the role of Deacon. Oh, my God. <laughs> and Sam Jackson. <laughs> See, these are what you call smart people in Hollywood. See, they're like, uh, maybe that or they just don't fucking work with Kevin Costner. Yeah. Speaking of Kevin Costner, he almost died when uh, a squall almost sunk the trimaran while he was tied to it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, apparently, the Atoll set by itself cost $22 million. It looked like it did. They had a giant fucking tree in it and everything. Mm-hmm. James Triplehorn, or Jeannie Triplehorn, couldn't even go near a swimming pool for months after shooting this movie. <laughs> I like those little facts. Yeah. Because they, they're probably not true, but it's still funny. Kevin Cosner's stunt double was washed out to sea, and several extras nearly drowned. Like, washed out to sea for good? I don't think so. <laughs> there would have been, like, an in-memoriam thing. <laughs> Probably. All right, like, so, he got caught in an undertow or something like that? Yeah, I don't know. That's I washed out to sea. crazy, man. So, Kevin Reynolds actually asked Steven Spielberg for help because he did Jaws. Spielberg gave him one piece of advice, which they ignored, which is don't shoot on open water. <laughs> so, they ignored that. So, it's called Waterworld. <laughs> they can't not. Yeah. It made... Apparently, uh, when they filmed Jaws, it went from 55 days of filming to over 150 because they were filmed on open water. Oh, my God. I bet it just causes so many issues. All right, so Especially Sam Jackson. Sam Jackson turned down Deacon, as I said. Um, later went on to be another eye-patched guy. Yeah. <laughs> Nick Fury. People want to poke uh, Sam Jackson's eyes yeah. out. Yeah. That's okay. interesting. So the portrait on the wall in the Exxon Valdez, he calls Old St. Joe, is Joseph Hazelwood, who was the famed captain of the Exxon Valdez when it crashed in Alaska and put like 150 million like gallons of crude oil into the St. Joe. Into Prince William Sound. Now, there's some dispute whether he was drunk when this happened or not. That's the story <laughs> that Exxon put out, but he was yeah. apparently cleared of that in the 2000s like at a trial. Who knows? Yeah. Who fucking knows? Somebody with a lot of money knows. Yeah. Yeah. So the real Axon Valdez got repaired, renamed, and changed hands a lot, and it briefly hauled oil across the Mediterranean Sea after the whole crash thing, because it hmm. didn't, like, sink. Yeah. It eventually got decommissioned in 2012 and was taken to the shipbreaking yards in India, where it was broken down and sold for scrap. So the real Axon Valdez only made it, like, 20 more years, not 500. <laughs> I don't think any steel boat's going to last 500 years. Dude, no. It's, it, there's so much about this movie that doesn't make sense. I have seen, you know, they... Uh, Why would they have Jack Daniels bottles? Yeah. I don't know a lot 
Okay, we'll get to that too. There's a theory. But um, I don't know a lot about boats and ships in boats general. But I do know, I think wooden ones actually last longer. I think if you take care of them, they do. Yeah, because I've actually seen um, there were these boats. In I also World don't War... know what I'm talking about. Well, there were these boats in World War II that were made out of wood specifically yeah. because they float no matter what because they're made of wood. Yeah. They float easier, rather. Yeah. And there was metal shortages. Individual points of, of yeah. a wooden boat so I think these ones were Coast Guard boats, so huh. they were like lower priorities. So they made them out of wood. But I actually saw one of those. I had a buddy who lived on a boat, and I saw one. Oh, yeah. Like, this guy had one. Like, he bought one from the government in the 70s, restored it. Damn. And it was like 70 years old, and it was just this 140-foot-long wooden well, I mean, also, World War look II at like, boat. Uh, like, like, up in uh, Annapolis, like, there's an old, like, the USS Constitution. Yeah, there's one. It's <laughs> And they just, but they they maintain it. Yeah, I and mean, like, I'm sure you could maintain a wooden one, like the Queen Mary or whatever. Yeah, but like, like you said, though, like, could you could you take that with like a modern day aircraft carrier in 600 years? Would that be be able no to stay? Way. I, I don't uh, think so. I don't think so either. Yeah, I don't. I don't see it. I think a wooden one would last longer than a. Which is odd because wood one. can wood rots. But I'm saying, like, if when they treat it, who knows? Yeah, I don't know. I who think knows? it's stupid either way. A plexiglass boat or like fiberglass boat might even last longer. I don't. Yeah, know. I'd I say really a fiberglass know. boat would probably be around, but yeah. Okay. Who fucking so knows? In the original ending of the movie, which like kind of explains things because they took it out, um, the Mariner explains that he's leaving because he, there's other mutants out there and he wants to find them and bring them there too. Oh, that makes so much more sense. Instead of him just being like "fuck you guys," I'm leaving. Well, I do get it. He's like. It makes sense that he wants to be on the ocean. I ain't no land lover. He's a fish man. He's, he, fish he's evolved man. to live on the ocean. Yeah. So it makes, it makes a certain amount of sense, but like... Yeah, but he could have... He could just sail around the island and protect them or some stupid crap like well, that. Well, I, I imagine he wasn't going very far out. Like, maybe he'd sail out for a couple months or yeah. six months. Or if you see him, like, shoveling a shitload of dirt into his... Yeah. Into the boat to yeah, go Yeah, to go help, with, go help other people. Yeah. And also, yeah, to trade. Yeah. There you go. Huh. We'll be back in a minute. This is one of the most fun fun facts we've done. Yeah. (laughs) We'll come back in a minute with some theories. Okay, so I only found one theory on this movie, and it sort of makes sense, but it also just just, total shit. Like the movie. (laughs) Yeah. It's very much in the same vein. Okay, so the theory is, why do all the smokers, the smokers on the boat, who I assume are (laughs) called smokers because they smoke. Yeah. Yeah, like that I didn't only put that sense. together until the middle of well, it. Well, they that and also like you can see the burning of their oil is smoke in the distance. They yeah. say that at one point. So the theory is why do the smokers have so much cigarettes and alcohol? Yeah. So the theory is that being a commerce ship, which the Exxon Valdez was, sure, they had those sort of things on board in abundance <laughs> to trade to people to let them get away with things they shouldn't be doing, like it's the Exxon Valdez. So, so they should the, the have The assumption like a, is that it's a shitty crew that needed to bribe people a lot with alcohol funny. and cigarettes, so they just kept a They should have had like board. a box of Cubans or something like that. Yeah. So that's that's the theory, is that they had all the crap on there to bribe people with. That was when way the world too ended. He was throwing them to people. Yes. 500-year-old cigarettes. 500-year-old... After 500 years, what... Like, what cigarettes something... would have fallen apart and they would not give you a buzz. <laughs> Especially with the salt in the air. It would all fuck it up, man. Yeah. And all that booze would have gone probably bad even. Yeah, but again, I kind of... I said I had somewhat of a theory earlier. Someone's buzzing. But um, uh, the theory I had earlier was like uh, that, you know, maybe not 500 years have passed. Maybe it's only been like 100. Yeah, 100 I could believe. Because exactly, we were talking about that because it would make sense if it was fairly recent after the... Like, again, 100 years. Even then, I wouldn't smoke a 100-year-old cigarette. I've smoked a cigarette uh, that was a year if old. If you had no shit. choice, 
I mean, I have a choice now, and I don't smoke anymore. So Truth. <laughs> there's that. Truth. Good but on like, you. I smoked a cigarette that was a year old one time, and I almost died, and it was terrible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I've, I've smoked an old cigar, and it was terrible. Uh, cigars, certain ones will age well. But well, I'm saying it was outside of a humidor. Yeah. It was, you know, yeah. But all right, let's let's start. Let's start on a positive note this week. What's your favorite part of this movie? My favorite part of this movie. I love this fucking boat, man. The tri- trimaran okay. or whatever Tri-marine, it was. Yeah, dude, it was such a cool design. Yeah, and also when it was just Kevin Costner on the boat doing cool shit, I was like, I'd watch a whole fucking movie of just this, mm-hmm. like just him on a uh, on a on a uh, on the seas dealing with other drifters, fucking mermaids, fucking mermaids, because he's a merman. <laughs> he's a merman, daddy. <laughs> it doesn't say that. Whatever. But uh. That that was my favorite part. I, I just I liked the design and the aesthetic of his ship. Okay, I like that Kevin Cosner is not your typical good guy by any means. Yeah, he literally tries to murder the little girl. He threatens to. He's like, no, I'm gonna kill her. She's yeah. gonna drink all my water. He rents out the woman to some lonely Irishman on the seas <laughs> who tries to rent the girl first. <laughs> Let's just gloss over that. A ten year old little girl. creepy bullshit. Um, he's Irish. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, so like, Irish listeners. I don't like, know. it's not they don't try and doll it up. I mean, nah. he's not just your, your he, nice I mean, guy. It's like Mad Max from from the second one. He's not a good guy anymore. Yeah, he just helps because it it helps him. Yeah, this one he ends up having like a core of a good guy. Like she's my friend. Like, that was a dumb explanation, but at least it was something. His fish instincts took over. Yeah, and they're better <laughs> than his man instincts. His man stinks. That oh, was a terrible movie. Uh, what's your <laughs> least favorite part? Man, the smokers make no goddamn sense. Their whole their whole thing. You can't have a group of idiots because you have to have smart people to maintain all this technology. It's not just the smokers, though. You're right. How did the German guy make a blimp? Well, the German guy seems like he's a, like a genius. Also, it's a blimp that can support like six people on it. It had a really large balloon. That's not even as big as the Goodyear blimp, and I don't think the Goodyear blimp can even hold more than two I have people. No idea. I have no idea. I don't. I don't know enough about blimps. My or knowledge blimps. of blimp craft is severely low. But I can't wait to be rich. Like again, an again there's Zeppelin. so many. Uh, it's such a so many things just weren't thought through. The jet skis make motorcycle noises. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, honestly, the little girl. I don't like kids. I don't. But she annoys the piss out of me, and maybe that's deliberate because she's supposed to be an annoying little girl, but, like, I hmm, that's my least favorite part. I think I'll go with something like that on my least favorite is that this movie, like, we've gotten used to in this day and age having strong female characters. That's a good point. Helen is Holy fucking useless. Shit. There's not a female... Positive. Nothing. There's... No. And, Kevin Cosner has to not like women or something because <sighs> man this movie didn't well, no, have anything it, approaching a strong female honestly, character watching any other movie from the 90s it's like that i know the women just, are just there to scream yell and cause drama yeah look at indiana jones uh, uh no the, in the second one te- she, the she's temple a of boss doom. temple of doom she's useless she's a boss in the beginning no it's it's a different woman oh, in no, temple no, of no, doom. i'm talking about yeah in uh in uh um uh, the, not the Holy Grail, not the Holy Grail one. The Raiders uh, Lost Ark. Raiders Lost Ark. I am talking she's about Temple awesome. of Doom. Temple of Doom. She's useless when they're living in the um the palace in India or whatever. Yeah, she's like coming on to him the whole time, and she's being a boss a couple times. She she's <sighs> she is largely useless. Okay, eighty five percent of the time say, she's useless. Most of that movie is her going. Indy! 
Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones. <laughs> That's not her, but yes. That's what she's screaming later. <laughs> <laughs> when, when he's in her, yes. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. That's our water world review. <laughs> That's our water world review. Um, <laughs> it's uh, a wet disaster. It's a wet dream. It's a wet catastrophe. <laughs> it will not make you wet. It's the wettest movie that will make you dry. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I'm going to go drown myself because of this movie. Bon voyage. <laughs> stupid. See, guys. Sea, ocean. Bye. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to The Fluid Nerd. Don't Please just join stand us there, next kill week. Something. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, like and Instagram flush. at The Fluid Nerd. If you like what if you I heard. I see him again, I'm going to cut open his head and eat his brain. Please leave us a five star review wherever you're getting Dry your podcast. It's not just our destination, it's our destiny. And tell your friends about us. Like, seriously, text one now or shout if you happen to be in Look, public. it's the gentleman guppy. You can send your feedback, show ideas, behind the scenes He'll stories. He'll see what's left of you in a goddamn jar. To The Fluid Nerd at gmail.com. And we're going to very special You're thanks. You're never too young to start. To our musical talent, Sean Ryan. Joke Let's it. have an intelligent conversation. I'll talk and you listen. Go check him out on Instagram, SoundCloud, and Facebook. And we'll see you guys next week. Bitches! Bitches!